His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Try it, buy it, what should you do? Why not ask his morning crew? It's a crew review, it's a crew review, it's a crew review. There's Morning Crew. My family really loves pasta. Any kind of dish that involves pasta, we're in. But I know that this is not helping us with our weight loss plans. Any alternatives for this dilemma? We need help. Sarah of Spartanburg. Sarah, did you see this on Shark Tank last month? It's a pasta that contains only 20 calories a serving, four grams of carbs. It's gluten-free, and there's no sugar in it. It's called Palmini, and their Shark Tank presentation was very energetic. Palmini punches calories in the face. Cakes, carbs in the stomach. Practice is Muay Thai with sugar. And says farewell to gluten. What in the world were they doing? They're like punching all these bad things. Um, but yeah, it was really funny. But so I tried this last night. It's called Palmini and it's in a can and it's linguine made from hearts of palm. Hmm. So I brought you guys in some leftovers. <laughs> I made mine with pesto sauce. So I just mixed in some pre-made pesto with it. Okay. And my family loved it, but you guys are way pickier than my five-year-old. So yeah. we'll see what you say. Pickier than your five-year-old? <laughs> wow, okay, so we notice she said leftovers. Mm-hmm. It was on the floor. Well, we don't have an oven here or stove here. So I kind of had to make it last night. That's pretty good to me. Is it supposed to be served cold? Um, no. You can heat it up. Okay. <laughs> mm. You like it? You take it back home and He's heat being it. picky again. Mm-hmm. No, I like it. I think it'd be better heated up. But I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else it's you got? It's good, right? What else do you have? What do you want? Meatball? Yeah. Rob, you'll like this. It's only 20 calories for a serving. No way. Yeah. Of course, I added the pesto, so that has a little bit more oil. In it, 20 calories for pasta? Yeah. That's that's pretty rockin' cool. And I have an extra can if somebody wants to win it. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so all you have to do is text the word palm, P-A-L-M, to 800-447-7234. And somebody will win a can of Palmini. Whoa. <laughs> That's a first. Yep. Never happened before. I'm going to give it a crew review. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Jim Mann? Thumbs up. Allison Storm? I love it. All thumbs right. Palmini. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. We need your help. We really need your help with finding somebody who impacted Friendraiser greatly. I don't know if you heard Martha's story just yet, but Martha came by about 7.15 on Wednesday last week, Wednesday last week. She stopped her general manager, Alan Henderson, in the parking lot. I mean, literally blocked him with her car. She got out, gave him $1.25, and shared her cancer journey story and and a scripture that went along with that. When we told the story the next day, Thursday last week, that dollar twenty-five that she gave, which was all that she had at the moment, turned into twenty-two thousand dollars with everybody who responded to that. And so, all we have is Martha's first name, and then we looked at the security footage. So we think we know what the car is. 
Your husband said that he knew what the car was, right? Yes. So we've got this little mystery on our hands, and my husband's a little bit of a car nut, so I sent him a photo from our security camera footage, and he thinks it's a Chrysler 200 LX. Okay. What color? Is that silver? It's silver. Okay. So a Chrysler... A Chrysler what? 200 LX. 200 LX. So if you know a Martha that drives that... Maybe you can help us out. So go to our Facebook page. You'll see the security footage. You'll see the car and the hashtag find Martha. Just spread the word and help us find Martha. She's not in trouble. No, we, no, no. We want to say thank you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did get your own security camera. So. <laughs> that's right. We do want to say that. We just want to embrace her. We just know Martha. We know. We think we know what the car is. You know what? We... We haven't talked to Alan, who's the general manager. Yeah. Maybe we need like a physical description. I mean, I, I haven't heard much about her color of hair or anything like that. Turn yourself in, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Barbara Bush was known for her sharp tongue and those signature pearls. She will be missed by many, especially her family. In an interview a few years ago that I was just reading, she said that getting older is tough, but with a loving, close family, almost anything can be survived. Well, when Barbara Bush passed away earlier this week, her husband of 73 years was by her side. The two shared a remarkable relationship that included stacks of handwritten love letters. On a recent Valentine's Day, George H.W., our former president, read some of those touching letters. December 12th, 1943, my darling Bar. This should be a very easy letter to write. I love you, Precious, with all my heart. And to know that you love me means my life. If I wrote a letter today, I would write the same letter. I love him that much. Oh, so special. I've been collecting my favorite Barbara Bush quotes over the past couple of days, and I love this one. She says, at the end of your life, you will never regret not having passed one more test not winning one more verdict or not closing one more deal, you will regret time not spent with a husband, a child, a friend, or a parent. I know this sounds, I hope this doesn't sound morbid, but she passed away well. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there was like no regrets. There was no fighting. There was, it was just like, okay, it's my time and I'm going on to heaven now. Absolutely. She had no fear in death, did she? No, you don't see a lot of people like her anymore, but uh, or at least not out in the open like that. I'm sure there's some unsung heroes, but that's a, a life well lived. And it's cool that uh, George H. calls her Bar. Bar. Hey, Bar. That's just so sweet. Mornings with his morning crew. A local woman is embarking on a 30-day rejection challenge. Sounds kind of fun, doesn't it? Or maybe miserable, I don't know. (laughs) But she knows if you want to get better at anything, it's important to practice. So Carrie Grace McQuaid is joining us live right now from her home to explain this rejection challenge. Good morning, Carrie Grace. Good morning. Thank you so much for being here. Now, I know there are two uh, parts to this challenge, and the first is that you're hoping to inspire people to be bigger risk takers. Why is that important? I'm, I just think the more I've talked to people, they'll tell me like, Hey, I want to write a book or I want to, you know, 
get this job. And then that's all they really do is they kind of start and end with this one big dream of like, Hey, I really want to go on this adventure and there's no action step. And I think that, um, fear of rejection is really what holds people back. So they're like, they don't want to get a no that they're too afraid to even try and get a yes. Um, so I just, I feel like the better, and unfortunately the only way to get better at it is you've just got to do it a lot. Um, and so I'm trying to show at what, what will happen after 30 days is like, hopefully I'll feel like more confident and, um, more resilient and more like, uh, willing to take risks myself. Is this something you've struggled with? You know, it's actually funny. I, I spent a lot of 2016 getting rejected. I actually love to take risks, but I got rejected and I realized, um, during that, like it was, it, it was hard for me to handle the rejection. And I think it was because I hadn't had like that big of rejection or that much rejection all at once. And so I was just like, I've got to do something to get better at this so that I can get back up. You may remember Carrie because Mm -hmm. she did like the kindness challenge. And so is that the rejection that you had in 2016 was during that challenge? No, I, no, I mean, I, 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 you always get pushed back when you do something. No, I, I, I don't have like exact examples. I think it's just everything I went for in 2016 was a no, like anything I tried was like, nope. Nope, nope, nope. And so, and I think people go through seasons of that. And I came to the end of the year and was like really beat up and wanted to give up on all the things. And then I kind of realized, no, like, what if I just pivot hmm. and I can just help people? Um, because I do love doing the risk part. It's just, I wasn't very good at the rejection part. So the second part of the 30 day rejection challenge is to prove that people are more kind hearted than we realize. So are you finding that to be true so far? Yes. It's actually really funny. I was, I was joking with someone last night because, um, I was doing a couple of directions last night and a lot of them were yes. And I was like, I might have to pivot this to just like go for the yes. Um, yeah, I think people underestimate like humanity as a whole. I think they assume that everyone wants to give them a no and the world's kind of against them. And I've just really found that people, um, want to, want to engage and want to help people. Um, they want to say yes, even if they can't. So what have you done so far with this whole rejection challenge? Because I know there's action steps here. Yes. So I just kind of choose something during the day. Like I just say, okay, today I'm going to try this. So I'm on day 16 today. I mean, I, I think I can like see us play in the background. I did a hula hoop contest. Um, last night I rode a bike through um, Toys R Us. <laughs> no way. And, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, it's just like random things. It's Sometimes it's not even like big things. I actually asked for my first rejection if I could make a smoothie, and you can't do that legally with food um, laws. Like, you can't go behind there. But the lady felt really bad. Like, she honestly would have said yes if there wasn't a law. She was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, no, you can't come back here because I'll get fired. Um, so I've actually had a lot more yeses than noes. A lot of people are like, sure. They look at you kind of weird, but... They say, sure. <laughs> I got to say, one of my favorite ones was when you, went, when you went to the fire station and asked if you could slide down the pole, because I would love to try that. And he said, well, you can't slide down, but you could climb up it a little bit. <laughs> slide down. And you said, oh, no, that's OK. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, what's been your favorite yes? What's been your favorite thing to do? Um, gosh, I'm trying to think. I really did like having the hula hoop contest. Um, it's funny because then when they say yes, you actually have to do it. And you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> follow through. Um, I bagged groceries the other day, and that was actually kind of fun. Um, they let me do that at Trader Joe's. Um, I just like bagged strangers' food after they bought it um, as like, an add-on employee. So it sounds like all this stuff just comes to you. You don't have anything planned out for the rest of the month, do you? 
I, you know, I do have stuff, but I've kind of left it open. Like, for example, I saw a guy spinning a sign on the side of the road. So I just pulled over and like shifted what I would have maybe done that day to the next day. So I don't fully actually have, um, I made a list at the beginning kind of things I wanted to do, but then I learned their food laws. So some of them I had to shift because I already knew that they would be no's. Um, so yeah, I mean, I do kind of have like a vague thing, but I don't have set things per day. So I wonder if, if we find some suggestions for you and send them your way, you, you you try them, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm wanting suggestions. Okay. <laughs> Let's come up with some good ideas. Can you text us your ideas for <laughs> Carrie Grace's 30-day rejection challenge? It's 800-447-7234. We'd love to hear your ideas. And let's, let's push her out of her comfort zone a little bit. <laughs> oh, man. I do have a thought. Oh, what's yours? Because you, you're in Raleigh. Well, yes, you I'm eat the tarantula burger. Ooh. <laughs> that's more of a dare. Oh, yeah, yeah a dare. that is a dare. I no, that's a dare. Um, yeah, that's right. Okay, she rejected you, you, Rob. Are you getting rejected right now, I just Rob? got rejected. <laughs> I so tried, but it's okay. I feel better about myself. Oh, good. <laughs> okay, so we're going to get a bunch of suggestions for you. Yeah. People are going to text us at 800-447-7234. Yeah. We'll send them your way so that we that's can fantastic. see. It's almost like a dare, but you actually go and it, you don't have to buy. You have to buy the tarantula burger, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, so that's really yeah, that's rejection. not a dare, but like I don't know. I, I'm actually wanting to be a weather girl, so oh. I'm trying to figure out how to do that without oh, that's like. That's a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's the whole me I'd green love to screen and everything, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll connect with you again next week and do a challenge live on the air. Okay, perfect. Thank you. (laughs) Carrie, thank you so much. So text in your suggestions, would you? 800-447-7234. It's his morning crew on his radio. Rob, Allison, and Jim. I don't know about you, but I love a good mystery. And we've got one kind of unfolding here live. I'm Allison along with Rob and Jim. We're his morning crew on his radio. Yeah, because it's the hashtag find Martha. The young lady that came into the His Radio parking lot literally blocked our general manager from leaving, gave him a buck 25 and quarters. And then from there, during Friendraiser last week, it multiplied into $22,000. So we looked at the security cam. Mm -hmm. We think we know what the car is. It's yeah. a Chrysler something or other. That's what we thought, yeah. Yeah, okay, let's get Alan Henderson. Kind of silvery looking. We don't have a lot of details, that's yeah. the thing. So, And we only have one witness. So I think we need to get that witness on the line. Okay, Alan Henderson is our witness, the general manager who was blocked in the parking lot. Alan, can you help yes, shed sir. some light on this? Well, Martha was, uh, she's probably in her late 60s with long gray, grayish hair, and uh, she was I would say she's like, you know, 5'10 or so. And I, I remembered it being kind of a light-colored, a grayish, light-brownish Toyota Camry. But, oh. you know, it happened so fast, I don't know if my memory is correct. I think it but is. Usually usually it's it's the first thing that comes to mind, if that's it. What was she wearing, okay, well, Alan? Are there any clues, any logos, anything on her clothing? You know, she was wearing kind of a long coat, like an ankle length coat, a long coat. It was kind of like a, I would say, kind of a camel color, like brown. So, I don't know what, you know, that's about the best description I could think of Mm. what she was actually wearing. Any tattoos? (laughs) Any moles? (laughs) Well, none that I could see. There. (laughs) But yeah, she was a very sweet lady and, uh, you know, just a medium build, about 5'10", and long gray hair. 
uh, accent? Did she have an accent? No, no accent. No accent. A limp, hmm. a limp, anything. No, nope. She just a uh, very natural voice, but she was very intense, very anxious to, to find somebody from the station to make this gift. And she traveled over from Spartanburg and was just saying traffic was terrible. I barely made it, and so it was just, it was just an amazing thing the way it happened. It just happened so quickly. Alan, have you ever been a material witness in a, a court case, or how? What are your abilities here? Do you feel like you'd make a good witness? Uh, you know, I don't know. I I usually think I would, but it's amazing what you forget. You know, when you're trying to recall exactly mm-hmm. what somebody looks like, you, you only saw yeah. for one brief <laughs> moment. I I I think you might have been watching a movie because in the security cam we don't see camo. No, I think he said camel. Camel. Did you okay. say camel color or camo, like camouflage? No, camel, like the animal camel color. The bay, <laughs> yes, it looks color. like this person's wearing all black. <laughs> well, you know. Long black the shirt. The camera alive, but my memory may not be accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Beck, we don't even see you in this video. Yeah, where'd you go? <laughs> That's great. So, you see what I was wearing? <laughs> no, you never got out of the car. No, I never got out of the car. Okay, so we're closer. See, the, the whole thing we want to do is is you help us solve the mystery because we want to thank Martha mm-hmm. for what she did. I would love to. I would love to. I just got her first name. I, I didn't get any other information. I wish I would have, but like I say, it just happened so fast that I, I just was trying to sort out what she was wanting. And uh, afterwards, I thought, man, I wish I'd have gotten some, some contact information. She did say she did some vol- volunteer work in the area. So she's uh, oh. working at either a food, food line or, or a, a kitchen, like a uh, kind of a soup kitchen kind of thing. So she does, she's active. Yeah. She, uh, in her, ah. Before she got sick, she was in accounting. So um, anyway, she's out there volunteering today, probably, if somebody knows who she is. This this helps. Yes. Okay, so she used to work as an accountant, Martha, and she, she's battling cancer right now. Yeah. She used to either right. work at a food line or she volunteers, and you think it's like at a soup kitchen. No, it's a food line, not a food lion. Oh, food <laughs> line. Okay. <laughs> I think a grocery store. Okay, so. I didn't know you could volunteer not, at food lion. <laughs> I could, well, you never not, know. Not, no, not the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the food line somewhere and possibly in Spartanburg, South Carolina. So if you know uh, yeah, a Martha. Possibly in Spartanburg or, or Greer. Okay. So if you know a Martha. This is very helpful. This is, yes. Okay, hashtag find Martha. Check out our Facebook page. Help us crack this mystery and solve it. And uh, we just want to say thank you to Martha because she's awesome. We found a whole lot more today. We did. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. We caught up with Carrie Grace. And Carrie is doing this unique thing. She, what was it, a year ago she did the kindness challenge? Yeah. And got like a whole world involved in doing random acts of kindness. Now she's doing the uh, 30-day rejection challenge, which is just really unique on what she's doing. Yeah, I guess if you want to get better at anything, it's important to practice. So Carrie Grace is practicing being experiencing rejection. So there's two parts of the challenge. The first is that she's hoping to inspire people to be bigger risk takers. And the second is that she wants to prove that people are more kind hearted than we realize. Yeah, like one of the things that she did, you know the guys that do the sign and they flip them out in the, yes, right the by sign the roadside? Mm-hmm. So she went up to one and said, I want to flip the sign. Can I spin your sign? 
And then she went to a fire station and said, can I go down the pole? She got rejected on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For obvious reasons, of course. But they said, you can climb up it a little bit if you'd like. A guy at Target did say he would do a hula hoop challenge with her. So she got a yes on that one. But it's so funny. So we asked you to give us ideas for Carrie Grace's 30-day rejection challenge. You can text them to 800-447-7234. Some of them are very creative. Like Zeke's, go to a really nice car dealership like Porsche or Audi and ask to drive their fastest car. Ooh, that's nice. And we got one from Mike. Go to Chick-fil-A and ask to be their cow outside for an hour. No, that's awesome. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. I doubt she'd be rejected on that one. You would think, Olivia's is really creative. Go into a hair salon and ask if you can wash one of the stylist's hair. Ooh, let's go one further. And style their hair. And cut it. Oh. And give them a perm. Yeah. Or, or a mullet. Or bald. <laughs> a mullet. <laughs> a mullet. That would be pretty awesome. Wow. So what kind of suggestions do you have? The 30-day rejection challenge. Let's see if Carrie, because she still has half the month to go. Yeah. So what do you say? Text your thoughts and what you think she should do at 800-447-7234. His morning crew. Huge mystery we need your help in solving. Hashtag find Martha. That's the woman that came last week during Friendraiser, stopped our general manager in the parking lot and said, wait, I've got something to give for Friendraiser. This was at the end of that day. It was 7.15 at night. She pulled out five quarters and said, this is all I can give. I'm battling cancer right now. When we presented that to you last Thursday during Friendraiser, her $1.25, $1.25 turned into $22,000. We want to find her and say thank you. Yes, and so we kind of interviewed Alan. We're sort of acting as investigators this morning, and he's the only witness who actually met Martha. But there's a couple holes in his testimony. So first of all, he said that she was wearing a long camel-colored coat. But in the video, it looks like she's wearing all black and pants. And then she said she was driving a brownish car. And in the video, it kind of looks like her car is silver. Now, I'm not, you know, trying to say Alan is uh, lying or anything. I just don't know if he remembers. It's a week ago. Right. Silver a week ago. We need to question him so Yeah. It looks like a Chrysler or a Toyota Camry. Yeah. Alan thinks it's a Toyota Camry. Mm Mm-hmm. She works at a food kitchen somewhere. She works on the food line. She volunteers. She used to be a um, an accountant. Mm-hmm. So far, that's all we know with Alan's testimony. Of course, Mark texted us, and uh, I totally agree with this. Mark said, based on our witness testimony, are we even sure her name is Martha? Oh, come on. Yes. <laughs> it's Elizabeth. <laughs> no, it's Martha. It's Mar. Okay. This is Taylor. Taylor thinks she can crack this for us. So what do you say, Taylor? I know you're Martha. I think I can solve your mystery. Oh, okay. Tell us about the Martha you know. So um, her name is Martha, and she actually runs the soup kitchen in Greer, South Carolina, and she is battling cancer. So she fits all of your descriptions. I'm not positive that it's her, but it seems pretty close. Oh, okay. Hmm. Getting closer to solving the mystery. Could that be our Martha? Hmm. We'll find out. We'll do some more digging. Maybe you know. If you do, text us, hashtag Martha, or just go to our Facebook page for his radio. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Bradley is seven years old, and he raises money for children cancer patients. Isn't that incredible? For Norton Children's Cancer Institute, as a matter of fact. And he does this 
in a very unique way. It started out with a lemonade stand, but I decided to add in snacks because I knew we weren't going to raise enough money with just beverages. I've been in the hospital before. Other kids were at the hospital. I knew what it felt like, so I decided to donate for kids who are like who are like me because I know what it feels like and I know what and I know what they feel like. <laughs> Isn't he awesome? Bradley, you are amazing. And I love that he goes, okay, it's not just lemonade. It's not just beverages. I'm going to have to do snacks. So here's what he calls it. Bradley's Beverage Bonanza. <laughs> he was just at the YMCA last week, made $1,000. This weekend, his goal is $1,500 total. Now, they're in Louisville, Kentucky, so he's going to be at a grocery store there on Saturday. I think he's going to get there. Oh, and here's the thing, too. doesn't matter what you give. This guy's got it right. He says, if you give me a penny, you can still pick 300 snacks. <laughs> Isn't that cool? That's a pretty good rule. What an amazing kid. And he's got the golden rule down, doesn't he? Yeah, he's seven. You said seven? Seven. And he uses the word beverage? Mm-hmm. That's supposed to use that till you're nine. Oh, yeah, so there's an age limit on using beverages. <laughs> yeah, there's big words. My, I had a son like that. He always uses big words. and just kind of stuck out. I thought, that's incredible. Yeah. I think he's going to be pretty good in life. Mm-hmm. Already he's helping people. He's making a difference. And he knows how to be an entrepreneur. He goes, okay, if beverages ain't going to do it, I'm going to do snacks along with it. That's right. He's compassionate. His morning crew. It's been a mystery. All morning long. Actually, it's been a mystery since last week when a woman pulled into the parking lot with five quarters. Yeah, we know her name is Martha. She intercepted our general manager, Alan Henderson, and gave him five quarters and said, I'm going to pray that God uses this in a big way. And her prayer was answered because uh, God blessed that $1.25 and turned it into $22,000 for the ministry of his radio. So we want to say thank you. Yeah, so we know just a few things about Martha. Martha works somewhere on a food line like at a at, at a uh, soup kitchen somewhere and we know she used to be an accountant and she lives in the Spartanburg area of South Carolina and she drives either a Camry or a Toyota mm-hmm. silver or green something like that Rob we might yeah. be getting somewhere okay I've got Martha on the line no she fits the description she works at a soup kitchen really she's been battling cancer <gasps> and uh this, I don't know. this is Martha be, here. Okay, Martha, I have one question. Did you come by his radio last Wednesday at seven fifteen and give his radio a dollar twenty-five? Martha, was that you? No. Okay, ah. uh, you're not our Martha that we're looking for. But we hear amazing things about you. We heard a lot of people said, this is the Martha it is. Well, it's not me. I did not go by his radio last week. Oh, wow. But you're still an amazing Martha. Thank you for all you do to serve the community. <laughs> well, I love it. It's a God thing. So long- we have to be his hands and feet. So that's what we do. How long have you been doing what you're doing, Martha? Ten years. Used to be a caterer. And uh, God kept saying... Do something else. That's where he put me. Well, you are a champion. And know that we're praying for the battle that you're going through right now. Something tells me God's doing amazing things through your your journey right now. He is. He really is. He's, um, he walked with me every day, and I couldn't put one foot in front of the other without him because it's a struggle. But uh, I'm going into my fourth year being cancer-free, and it's all about God. Oh, it sure is. Martha, we love you. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Hashtag find Martha continues. <laughs> we found we all we found a Martha. Okay. <laughs> wow, we need Martha too. Yes. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Schools they always need volunteers. They would love it when when uh, parents and stuff, grown ups come in and volunteer because they always need help, right? There's always a shortage. Well, Alma Boykin in the Raleigh area. Um, she walks across the street. She's retired. She walks across the street to Hunter Elementary School, and she's been volunteering there for 13 years. She is 94, 94 years old. You know, most 94-year-olds cannot even walk across the road, much less spend hours every day volunteering with the kindergarten kids. That's high energy right there. She must live across the street if she walks across the street. Yeah. Okay. Man, you pick these things up quickly. (laughs) It's a a gift. It's a keen sense of the obvious is what that is. Yeah, she just loves it. Uh, You can hear it in her voice. They make me feel young. I just love them because I couldn't have any, you know, of my own. Oh, she never had any children, so she just kind of loves on these little balls of energy. Good for her. I can imagine that is a huge blessing for the teacher (laughs) to have another adult in the room. Yeah, some other teachers are saying, man, I wish I had me an Alma when I was teaching. Because that takes a lot of pressure and stress off of teachers. Because, like I say, kids don't just sit there calmly waiting for instruction. (laughs) Especially kindergarten, right? Am I true? Is it true? Mm. Do you know any kindergartners? Not yet. He's going to be in kindergarten next year, but if it's any indication, Mm -hmm. there's a lot that goes on there. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. One of the few people in my home that doesn't go around barefooted all the time in the summer. Yeah, I'm kind of weird, I guess. Thank you for that. Uh huh. I don't mean to work and stuff. I mean, just around the the house. needs your feet. (laughs) I need my feet. I would echo that. Okay. Yeah, this is taking a wrong turn. But uh, maybe I'm just not as relaxed as everybody else. That's my point. Okay. Mm. All right. Whatever. <laughs> but, you still think you're in Florida where there's sand spurs that'll get in your oh face. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Those are horrible. They are they? horrible. Yeah. Thanks, Rob. But Cassandra Smith of Macon, Georgia, she has been barefoot for three years. Three years. Not wearing shoes. Anywhere? I mean, Never. Anywhere. Even in the snow. I don't know how much snow she gets in Macon. <laughs> It's not like a snow capital, but, you know, they get occasional snowstorm, but Hmm. it doesn't even bother her. After three years, of course, her feet are getting a little tough there. How does she get into the stores? Because, you know, they say shoes and shirt. Uh, Well, she's only been asked to leave one place, and they were just saying they were afraid something would fall on her feet and stuff like that. What place was that? Uh, she didn't really say. Oh. It was like a hardware store or something like so that. So restaurants and everything? She just goes in barefooted? They, yeah. And they let her. Yeah, they do. She said it when she was younger. She's always been a bigger girl, and she hated to go to the phys ed, you know, PE and stuff. So she would wear flip-flops that day to get out of playing. <laughs> and Aww. then she realized, this makes me feel a little bit freer. And she had anxiety issues, but it, it kind of calmed her down. So she said, hey, huh. I'm ditching the shoes. I'm just walking around barefooted. Well, good for her. I know. And she's going to walk to New York, 500-some miles barefooted. From Macon to New York, no shoes. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Think of the money she saves, Allison. I was already thinking about that. (laughs) Lots of it. More than just pretty voices. When you work at the 911 call center, you probably get some crazy calls, I would imagine. You would think, right? You would think. Well, there's uh, a call that came in from a lady named Dee. Uh, That's what she goes by. And, uh, well, I, I brought it in with me. Listen to this. 911, what is your emergency? Yeah, 
I, I don't know how to explain this. I'm a single woman. I'm 53 years old, but I have a rodent, and I think it's a possum because I saw it in my house last night, and I have no idea how to get it out of it. And I have two cats, and they're running away. <laughs> <laughs> the lady couldn't help but laugh when she said that, the 911 operator. <laughs> Got a road. That's kind of a weird call. So a possum got in her house. Yeah, and she it, called 911. And she said, "I saw it the other night, and it that was okay. I don't know what? why it was okay the night before, but tonight it was not okay. But yeah. it was in her nightstand. She opened up the drawer, and the possum's in the nightstand. Oh, get out! Hey, get in there! How you doing? I think they got a little little cat door. Oh, it opened the drawer of her nightstand. Oh, <laughs> well, it probably goes underneath. And have you oh. never crawled inside of a nightstand? <laughs> No, I haven't. Not recently. It's impossible. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, that's pretty funny. You know? Yeah. Rob, Allison, and Jim. I don't know if you have your class ring from high school. Do you, Jim? Did you ever get a class ring from high school? Yeah. You did? Mm-hmm. Allison? I never bought one of those. Yeah, I don't have one either. My son doesn't want to get one. My high schooler, who's a junior, he doesn't get, I want to get one. It's weird, but Angela did. Angelia worked so hard to earn the money to get her class ring when she was a junior. She got it, so you can only imagine how heartbroken she was when she lost it. Yeah, that was 47 years ago, 1971. Well, check this out. This happened just the other day. I received a text saying they think someone said, I think we found your ring. And it's like, really? How could that be? Put it in my locker, never thought anything about it. So Jim was over with, went to my locker room, and went to get retrieve my ring, and it was gone. Yeah, here's the kicker. <laughs> the ring was on top of the locker for 47 years, so they went to go and redo that locker room in that high school, and when they started tearing apart, the guy was leaning down the lockers, and bloop, there was the ring hmm. in perfect condition. Absolutely perfect condition. Here's the other thing, too. They had to do some detective work because she went to the same high school freshman and junior year. In her senior year, they moved across town. She went to a different high school. So it wasn't even that high school's high school ring. So 47 years, they never dusted on top of the lockers? Never dusted. It just laid on top of there. Isn't that crazy? That's all I can think about. Yeah, so... It's a clean locker room now because they redid the whole thing. Got a makeover. Man, and back then the rings were like 10 bucks or something like that. You th- really? Well, in 1971? You would know. Hey, mine was in 75. Mm-hmm. And yeah. how much was your... Oh, you didn't get one, you said. Yeah, no, I did. You did. I how hocked, much? I hocked it later. Uh, <laughs> for real? Yeah. It was oh, yeah, you did it for a special reason, right? For a Christmas present for, for my parents while mom. I was in college. Oh, yes, that's Check right. me out. Wow. Uh, so